This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. We're presented, as always, by International Diamond Center. Friday, December 13th, the Houston Rockets in town. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Clint Capella, the whole gang should be a good one tonight. We're just about 30 minutes away from Magic tonight with Brandon Kravitz right here on 96.9 The Game. And then we'll get it going. 7 o'clock tip down at the Amway Center. Hey, make sure you pack the Amway Center when the Magic hosts the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday, December 27th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss a moment of the action as the team takes on Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers. Get your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com. Show your pride for Magic above all. My guest for the program tonight is the voice of the Houston Rockets. He's on Twitter at CA underscore Rockets. He's Craig Ackerman. Craig, thanks for jumping on. Appreciate it. Oh, anytime. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but let's talk about James Harden. It's amazing. He's playing, you know, some of the best basketball I've ever seen anybody play. Uh, just just talk about the start to the season, what you've seen from him. And, and I guess what's different? Is there anything different this year um, just as far as the way he's approaching things? Obviously, the, the supporting cast is quite different, but it just seems like he's a man on a mission right now. Well, I mean, he's kind of been on a mission for a handful of years now. I mean, he's won one MVP. He's finished a runner-up. A couple of times. I mean, every year you can basically write his name inside of the top five uh, for the MVP voting uh, every year. Um, he gets better, uh, frankly, gets better every season, in my opinion. Um, the numbers he put up last year were historic. They were better than the ones he put up the season before that, which were historic. Um, the scoring this season is incredible. And I know a lot of people scoff and roll their eyes and mutter under their breath when you start saying, James Harden and with along with guys like Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan, but that's the kind of, you know, offensive player um, that he is and has been and will probably uh, continue to be. I mean, I don't, again, I don't think really anything changes. I mean, the Rockets still, now the Rockets are playing a lot faster, so they are, um, you know, sort of um, adding additional possessions to the game, which obviously gives him more opportunities to score. But when he's on the floor, you know, they kind of play very, you know, very similar to the way they have in the past, at least under Mike D'Antoni. Um, they play iso ball uh, with him. Uh, and, again, historically speaking, iso basketball is not a very good way to play at hoops. But um, with James Harden in control, uh, it's a great way to play basketball. And he's perfected that style. And they take advantage of his strengths. And, again, he puts the ball in the hole uh, as easily as anybody in the history of the sport. And, uh, again, I know he gets a lot of hate from a lot of corners. Uh, around the uh, sports universe, but uh, it's an absolute pleasure to watch this man play basketball every single night. What, why is it? I mean, is it the 14 free throws a night? Is it the creating contact on his way into the lane? Is it because maybe, you know, a personality um, deficiency, I guess? I mean, he's not the most outward guy. It, it just seems like people don't appreciate what they're seeing for whatever reason. So, I, look, we'll, I'll preface this by saying, Yes, there are times that he does hunt for fouls. Uh, there's no question about that. I, I, I couldn't sit here and we could talk with a straight face if I didn't admit that openly. Yes, there are times. But you know what? He's not the only guy in the league sure. uh, who does that. Um, so, but, but no, but he does. But that, that honestly that, that accounts for such a low percentage of his fouls and free throws. The guy gets fouled. He, just, he has a skill. And quite honestly, if you look 
historically, every single season, the guys who score a ton of points go to the free throw line a lot. Um, and so, and, and guys who are aggressive and guys who attack the basket are guys who get fouled and go to the free throw line. I mean, you know, the, on, at the same token, I think people should understand and appreciate that. Um, I will also, I mean, I think I brought up a good point. I think in terms of his engagement um, with the media, um, uh, I don't want to say it could be better, but I think that maybe some people do kind of hold um, that against him. Um, but that's his personality, and that's who he is, and he's not going to sort of deviate from that. Um, but the guy's a gym rat. I mean, the guy loves basketball. And in an era where, you know, everybody's talking about load, man- load management, and, you know, and again, it, that, it's an individual case-by-case basis, but James Harden is a guy in 2019-2020 who the only way you're going to get him off the floor is to cut his legs off. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, he, he wants to play every single game, and he – whether he's at home or he's on the road, the people who are paying a lot of money to come watch the NBA. When If James Harden can walk and breathe, he's going to be out there playing basketball because he loves the sport that much. He's in love with the, with the game of basketball. And, 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 and I mean, people just, you know, I, I, and, I, and I also think in the modern day, primarily a lot of ex-players aren't up to speed aren't informed and frankly are lazy Mm. with quite a bit of their analysis on where the game in the NBA has gone. And in particular, the way the Rockets have spearheaded that and the way they play and what James Harden brings to the table. And I just think it brings, I think there's a, there's a lot of misinformation out there that I think, which leads to a lot of people um, not liking him. And look, again, going back to the ISO thing, it's not the most at times, it's not the most aesthetically pleasing way to play. But you got to appreciate the fact that he's turned what historically, as I mentioned earlier, is a very inefficient way to play the game into an ext- in, into the most efficient way to play the game. And I'll, I know I'm long-winded again on just your second question, but I'll end the, the, the second answer to your second question in this manner. If the Rockets, you know, t- there's about an average of 100, and, 100 possessions a game. Mm-hmm. If all the Rockets did on every single one of their offensive possessions was have James Harden take step-back threes. It would be the best offense in the history of the NBA. That's how good James Harden is. I think it's a good point. I think it's good perspective. We're talking to Craig Ackerman, the voice of the Rockets. Um, I mean, he, he doesn't get enough credit for 11 assists per game a couple seasons ago. He doesn't get enough credit for the 7.5 assists per game that he's averaging right now. People doubted that he and Westbrook would be able to coexist for some reason. They're two of the best players in the league, and they're buddies going back. And, yes, maybe they both have, you know, I don't know what, prickly personalities. Um, but you, you had to imagine they were going to work it out at some point. It's just so weird that, it, it, like, there's such a level of doubt that you can win this way. And I think you bring up a great point, Craig, um, about about ex-players and, uh, you know, sort of the veteran mentality. This wouldn't, you know, this wouldn't play in my day. 39 points a game plays in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and whatever decade you want to put it into. I mean, uh, the guy is an absolute uh, force offensively. And I, I don't know, I really enjoy watching him. Let's talk about Russell Westbrook a little bit because I think – I, I guess people assume that between the two of them, somebody was going to have to take a step back. And, it, you know, numbers-wise, you could say that Westbrook is, but it just sort of feels like he's kind of finding, um, you know, where he can fit in alongside. What's the relationship been like on the floor so far between the two of them? Well, there was a ridiculous uh, – Jay Williams, there was a ridiculous 
He took one possession yesterday on ESPN and said that those two guys have a problem. It's just a joke. <laughs> it's just so laughable. No, but look, Russell Westbrook and the Rockets is still very much a work in progress sure. because you've got the highest volume three-point shooting team in NBA history with the worst volume three-point shooter in NBA history in Russell Westbrook. So on paper, you would say, well, it, it's it's never going. It's you know, it's never going to work. It is still very much. I will admit, a very much a work in progress. He's had some very good moments and some very bad moments. But I think over the last week or two, he's starting to figure things out in terms of where his place is on and on what kind of shots he should be taking with this team. He's taking when he takes threes on catch and shoots in rhythm. He's much better than he is off the bounce mm. um, or when he hesitates or anything like that. And so, but so he's starting to take less of those and he's starting to realize that I'm going to continue. He needs to just attack, attack, attack. He's one of the best downhill players in the league. Attack, attack, attack. If there's nothing there for him at the rim, then what you do is you draw, he's drawing defenders and then you kick and either you get an open shot on the initial kick or you get another pass and get a better open shot. On, so in, in essence, he'll get kind of the hockey assist, right. if you will. So he's been much better at that over the over the last couple of weeks. Where I would like to see things improve is that the Rockets' second unit is not very good. In fact, the Rockets' second unit, however you want to define that, which is any five-man combination on the floor that doesn't include James Harden, is, has not been good uh, this year. And I think I would like to see a lot more of that improving with Russell Westbrook running that particular unit uh, moving forward because at times it, it does cause some – some issues when James Harden is resting. I would imagine getting Gordon back would help that quite a bit. But tell me about Ben McElmore, what you've seen from him, and also, I mean, also Austin Rivers. Um, do you expect to see Rivers tonight? And and what have those two guys been like as far as the second unit goes? And just kind of, you know, those, I guess now we're talking tertiary and, and fourth playmakers. But um, having guys like Rivers and, and, and McElmore uh, able to contribute had to help out a lot. Well, Rivers, I'm not so sure. I mean, the, the, I haven't seen him. I, we were told he was supposed to fly in. Right. Um, I don't know if he's here or not. I mean, the, the Rockets, uh, first it was Clint Capella who was really sick. Like, he had to go to the hospital sick. And then um, Daniel House caught it, and he was really, really sick. And now Tyson Chandler and Austin Rivers caught that same bug. Mm. Uh, so I, 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 Tyson's not going to be available. I don't know if Austin made his way to town or not. I guess we'll find that out when we get to the arena again. I have not seen him personally, so I can't I can't speak on that. Um uh, but Ben McLemore is a guy who was a lottery pick um, and in essence had one foot out the door of yeah. the league uh, and, and, and the Rockets took a chance on him. And it was, it took a little bit of, it took some time at, at the start of the season for him to find his way, but he's knocking down a ton of shots. And over the last three weeks where James Harden his, has been getting doubled and triple team, basically as soon as he crosses half court, uh, ben McLemore has really thrived with all that additional uh, floor spacing that even comes with that. So he's been really, really good as of late. And, um, you know, Eric Gordon uh, didn't was not good at all to start the year, but apparently that the knee injury had something to do with it. So he's on track to, to return in a couple of weeks, and they really need him back because, again, if teams elect to take the ball out of James Harden's hands, uh, then Eric Gordon's another guy out there who can create offense for himself and knock down, uh, knock down open threes. And so um, – yeah, these are all guys who fit with with the way they play. The Rockets, no surprise, are going to take a ton of threes, and having another really good shooter like Eric Gordon can only help them as long as he's completely 100% healthy. Tell me about D'Antoni. I don't know how much you can speak to or how much you know just as far as, you know, I guess the uncertainty, the final year of his contract, there's stories floating around 
um, about him potentially not returning next year. The idea of a lame duck coach, I mean, every coach of an NBA team could be a lame duck because if you lose 15 games in a row, you're probably going to be fired no matter what. But does it seem like he's letting any of that get to him or is it just sort of business as usual? It's business as usual. And I, I, you know, look, I realize that business as usual in sports is that typically coaches aren't working in the last year of their deal. Um, they, 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 they either get an extension or they're let go. It doesn't happen very often, but I, I think it's kind of, frankly, it's kind of overblown in sports and in, 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 in normal society, normal people, which includes us. I'll, I'll admit I'm working in the last year of my contract. Mm. Um, I don't let that affect my job performance. And it's, you know, it, it's not looked at at being, you know, crazy or unusual. I mean, everybody, lots of people out there who work, who have contracts, who are working in the last year of their deals, and it's just kind of the way that that life works. And so, I think some of that's overblown uh, in sports, even though it's not the not the norm. But no, he's not letting that affect him whatsoever. He's still trying to win as many games uh, as he possibly can. And Mike has been an, uh, Mike's a great guy. I mean, he's an absolute great guy. He's so easy to work with. Um, he's got everything in the proper perspective. Um, and I, I, from a personal perspective, I think he's at the right coach at the right time uh, for this team. And, and I hope he, he continues, but all that other stuff is out of my hands. Yeah, we're broadcasters. I mean, one slip of the tongue, and this will be the last day of our contract, Craig. Uh, oh, no, no doubt. No, no <laughs> doubt. You got that right. Uh, we're catching up with Craig Ackerman, one of the best doing it. He's the voice of the Houston Rockets. Um, all right, tell me. Tell me about the t- like. What is the Achilles' heel? Like uh, the Rockets are playing poorly. Things will go sideways if this happens. And I guess spin it forward into the game tonight. A little bit of a scouting report. They've been inconsistent defensively at times. They have been world beaters at times. They have not been. And I and I, some of those deficiencies are because of I think the effort on that end of the floor has been lacking. And so that's that's one area that they need to clean up and become more consistent at it. I don't think they're going to end up being, you know, no one's going to confuse this team. They're never going to be the best defensive team in the league, but I think they honestly do have the capabilities to defend at a top 10 level. And that's where they, they want to be and know where they need to be. If they ultimately want to get to where they think they can get. Um, and, uh, but outside of that, the, the second unit, um, it's been, the Rockets have had the least productive bench now for a couple of years rolling. Um, and, you know, typically when James Harden rests, um, the Rockets are outscored. Um, and so I think that's another primarily, the, the, to me, the most important area that they need to clean up is that that second unit is as defined by any five guys out there without James Harden. They've got to find a way um, to be in the net positive uh, moving forward more times than not. And then another kind of little minor area, it's not as bad of an, an issue as I thought coming into the season. When you have James Harden and Russell Westbrook, who I believe are the highest turnover percentage guys in NBA history, mm. turnovers haven't been all that bad. Although in the last three weeks when teams have been doubling and tripling on James Harden, uh, at times when that happens, he can get a little frustrated and force some things. But turnovers is still something to kind of keep an eye on with this team moving forward because at times – they can get a little turnover prone, and then that really hurts them in terms of other teams scoring easy baskets in transition. Last one. You mentioned the issues when you go to the bench or when Harden goes to the bench. Uh, he's playing 38 minutes a night. Is that something that you got to keep your eye on? Is he going to need a little load management or maybe back off that a little bit, get it down to 33, 34? Um, I, I think they would prefer that he played a little less, but it is what it is. They have to have him on the floor. Um, I think he would prefer to play all 48. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, um, he again, he is not a load management guy at all. Uh, and I think some of the well, James Harden's fatigue in the playoff talk 
is a bit overblown um, as well, as is James Harden is a playoff choker. James Harden's playoff averages are the same thing as Kobe Bryant, who's considered <laughs> one of the all-time great playoff performances. Now, James has had playoff disappointments. Uh, there's no question about that, but so too has LeBron James, and so too have other great players. And there have been a couple of series where James Harden has had some head-scratching games, the, the second-round series several years back against San Antonio, going a little bit further back than that, the series that Lillard hit the game-winning shot uh, in, in Portland. He was not particularly um, good in. Uh, but, again, you can say that um, uh, about a lot of people. But I think some of the, the fatigue issues with the playoffs have to look at who he's been matched up with right. in certain times and who he's gone up against as to why he's been slowed a little bit because he's been matched up with some really darn good, good defensive players and teams that are very good defensively, which have helped slow him down somewhat. And again, one other minor point on James Harden and the talk about him being a playoff choker outside of those two series that I mentioned, Portland and San Antonio, every time he's been bounced from the playoffs, he's been bounced by a better team. Uh, the Warriors have been an all time great team. It's been very frustrating, but they've beaten them four times in the playoffs, but the Warriors have just been, uh, a better team, and so I think a lot of that stuff was kind of uh, over overblown too. But no, um, he's you know again. Long story short, um, he wants to be on the floor, and I think if he could be on the floor for all forty-eight, for all eighty-two games every single season, he would welcome that and wouldn't complain about it one bit. Here's Craig Ackerman on Twitter at ca underscore Rockets, the voice of the Rockets. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate a couple minutes. Always enjoy visiting Anytime, and man. have a good call tonight. Okay. All right, thank, thank you. I appreciate uh, that. All right, there he is, Craig Ackerman. Jake Chapman here with you. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here, 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Join us for a night of Jedi and jump shots as the Orlando Magic celebrates Star Wars Night on Saturday, January 4th. Come to a galaxy far, far away to see the Magic take on the Jazz at Amway Center. Enjoy photo opportunities with characters, Star Wars trivia, and a performance by your favorite Jedi Master, Stuck. Learn more at orlandomagic.com slash Star Wars. And don't forget, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker opens in theaters December 20th. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, 
turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. This is Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. And welcome back. It is Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. We are just about set for Magic tonight with Brandon Kravitz at the Amway Center. Getting you ready and set for the Magic and the Rockets coming up here at 7 o'clock. And what say we head down I-4 to the Amway Center ourselves. BK going to check in with me a little bit. He is the injury update guy for tonight. Brandon Kravitz, uh, how about an official word on both Markel Fultz and Nick Vucevic, if you please? Well, thanks for having me, Jake. I appreciate it. Let's start with the good news that Markel Fultz, who had a stomach bug on Wednesday, did not play against the L.A. Lakers. He is available tonight against the Rockets. So that's good news because you need all the pieces that you can get, uh, especially for somebody who helps generate that offense at the point guard position going up against the Rockets. The bad news is... Nick Vucevic, who we thought all day was going to be good to go. The reports out there said as much. And uh, it looks like if you've seen him sort of run around, shoot around uh, and practice, it looks like he's good. Something must have made Steve Clifford uncomfortable about putting him out there tonight, and he will not play for the Orlando Magic this evening. Interesting. I guess, uh, Brandon, are you kind of like, you know, err on the side of caution with this? I mean, it's still very early in the season. We know how important Nick Vucevic has been, and this team has, you know, it's been a rough week against really stiff competition, but this team has at least stayed afloat without him. They have, and you know, 5-5 five and five in the 10 games that he's officially been listed out and, and, I mean, you think about it. I've been thinking about this all day. He would have to be really ready to go. I mean, you're yeah. not getting any slowed version. It's one thing to go out there at, you know, less than 100%. It's another to come back after missing 10 games of action. You've got an ankle that's not 100%, and you're trying to score against one of the best defensive centers in the NBA in Clint Capella. The matchup itself dictates 
don't screw around with this. This isn't one of those games where he could go half mode and, and still put up you know, 20 to 30 points. It's not that type of game. They need 100% of Vooch. Otherwise, let's just wait until the next outing, and, and you've got a couple days off until you head out on the road. So I get it. I, I always thought that it was sort of a tough it was a tough, uh, a, a tough draw for Nick Vucevic if he was going to come back tonight. Yeah, I appreciate the update. BK, stick around. We're coming to you in about five minutes, okay? Yep. All right, there he is, Brandon Kravitz. You'll hear him in just a moment on Magic tonight. My name is Jake Chapman. We'll be back Monday with another edition of Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Witness magic above all at Amway Center when the Orlando Magic face the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday, December 27th. See the team as they battle Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers for one of the biggest games of the season. Magic rebound and run. Look out, Fultz going to the rim. He'll pack it down. The Tomahawk, Markel Fultz. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Sixers Friday, December 27th. See big games above all.